Hi everyone, it's Allie, and this episode is going to be a little bit different. We wanted to give Kevin a bit of a break from DMing and editing, and so this week we'll be running a bit of a different game. Same system, most of the same players, except this time I'm going to be weaving our story, and everyone is going to be playing other magical teens. Do we want to go around the room and introduce what characters you're playing? I can go first. I'm playing Ollie, Oliver DeVito. He's from New York City. He's got a mouse. His name is Cheddar. Ollie is brave. He's curious. He's clever. He's a little bit abrasive. And he's stubborn and dirty. He's uh, not really great at this whole magic thing. But that's alright. Because he's very good. Some might say extraordinarily skilled at detectiving. Do you uh, do you have a fun fact for Ollie? Yeah. I got a fun fact about Ollie. Ollie also knows Crime House. <laughs> of course he does. Like like personally or just sort of like <laughs> Does he know of Crime House? Yeah. No, he got Crime House's information from the New York Mafia and he's made a contact when he came here. He dropped off a package. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great start and a hard act to follow. <laughs> I'll go next. Um, I don't have a cool accent. Uh, I'm just a regular old kid from America going to uh, the Salem Institute. My name is Matt, but some people call me Matt Tree. Uh, Matt Tree Bang is my name. Uh, I'm very tall, super tall, super bendy. Like as tall as a tree? Mm. Yes. Like, you ever see that kid from Willy Wonka that got all stretched out that's just, like, super thin, really tall? That kid. Yeah, I cosplayed as him one year for Halloween. <laughs> I see. Yeah. It was a good time. It was a good time. Uh, do, you have, do you have a fun fact? Uh, my fun fact. My fun fact. I don't know if the fun fact's about me, but just my family. We're kind of one of those blended family. Maybe you might even see, like, multiracial, multi multi-species something like that yeah so my mom um half giant very cool my my dad's a bow truckle <laughs> bow truckle boys how how, how do... hey stop thinking about my parents like that that's gross <laughs> i have nothing but questions that's fine don't ask me this is weird birds and the bees let's move on <laughs> okay okay i'm next my name is harper i'm also very good at detectiving <laughs> we'll never know who's better it's definitely me, and I will fight you for it. And uh, I grew up in Salem. It's my hometown. Uh, I feed the four cats in the neighborhood. Um, kind of short and stocky. I've got really long uh, yellow hair. And uh, yeah, I like comic books. And uh, I don't know, some people say I rub them the wrong way, but that's just me. Okay. Do you have a fun fact for Harper? I do have a fun fact. To pay for school... Harper works after school with children, and uh, you know what? Children love her, because she knows all the cool nerdy things, and all the Pokemon, and all the comic books, all that stuff. All the video games, you name it. Name name, name a video game? <laughs> Just one? Yeah, I can name a video game. Okay. Um, Super Mario. There you go. There you go. Okay. There you go. Got one. Okay. 
And when and when you tell talk to the kids about Super Mario, how does that go? <laughs> Real well. We play it after school all the time. They love On it. On your N sixty four. Um. All right. Uh, I am uh, Kenny McPenny. Nope. Hold on. I'm Kenny. You're Denny. No. You're Denny. I'm Kenny. No. I'm Kenny. Oh wait. No. Maybe I'm Denny. That's typical. You're just like cousin Lenny. Okay. That guy. He lives in Ohio. That's a totally different situation. <laughs> We are the McPenny brothers. We're the McPennies. <laughs> what to say about us? We've got big hearts. Yeah, yeah, real big hearts. Not so much skill at magic, but we're working on it. Yeah. Wait, so are you like the same person? No, we are very different people. I have my body. He has his body. They're, they may be very similar bodies, but they are distinctly different ones. Oh, I get it. You're confused. We're identical twins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was born first. I see. I mean, by like five minutes. We uh we regularly get confused for each other, uh even amongst our between us apparently. Exactly. All right, I I am gonna ask. You guys have different fun facts, right? Your fun fact isn't the same. So um, Denny's fun fact. Wait, Kenny's fun fact. I don't know. Danny, you're Denny. Denny's fun fact is that his mom does not know which one he is. Oh my god. <laughs> That's so And this sad. is not like this is not intentional, but it's not not intentional. It's like we I, I we we sort of leaned into it, and uh, it works about you know half the time. That was going to be Kenny's fun fact. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Well, the, I think Kenny's fun fact is that Kenny usually does know who is who, but does did like deliberately say the wrong way almost every time. I am putting my relationship status with both of yous. At a minus one. <laughs> That's understandable. Anyway, Kenny likes Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> Pokemon. Can you name a Pokemon that isn't in the original 151? Um, I was just playing Pokemon, and I had one, and i honestly drawing a blank. I'm trying to think of the Gen 2 Firestarter, but I can't think of its real name because I did name mine Molotov. That's a good name. <laughs> That's a good That's name. That's a very good name for a Firestarter. Do you have a signature spell, Kenny Denny? Mm. Um, uh, no. My signature spell is my winning smile. That's not a spell. You're spellbound when you look at it. <laughs> it's an enchantment. Oh, Denny. I have a question for the group. Do you think that you know the difference between Kenny and Denny? Depends on the day. Definitely. No. I have no idea. Denny's not sure he knows the difference. <laughs> Harper doesn't know who's who. But they know that one is different from the other. One of yep. them is definitely worse than the other one. And if I knew <laughs> which one was which, I'd have that one at a minus two penalty. Ah, but you don't, so we're both safe. <laughs> but you don't, so you're both negative one. <laughs> I feel like Matt thinks that he knows, but probably doesn't. It's a beautiful winter day at Hogwarts. We find ourselves on a familiar scene in the Great Hall, zoomed in on uh, Leo and Alan shoveling bacon into their mouths as per usual. But instead of focusing on this group of familiar Ravenclaws, we turn to another group just entering the Great Hall. Clad in deer stalker hats and trench coats instead of wizard robes, the tri-wizard group known as the Investigators walk through the Great Hall. Uh, up to Professor Pritchard, who is waiting for them at the back. 
Professor Pritchard, seeing you all approaching, says, ah, yes, uh, the other team from Salem, right? One moment. And she takes out a piece of paper and scrolls down it a bit. Oh, yes, you've chosen uh, Care of Magical Creatures for your transfer class. Do you know where to go for that? Do we go out to the trees? Yes, it will be outside. If you just walk out this door here. You don't need to say anything else. We're investigators and we'll be able to figure it out. Yeah, we got this. Oh, and with that, all five of us pull out our magnifying glasses. Yes, of course. <laughs> Wait, are, the, are those your wands? Instead of mag- instead of wands, are they magnifying no. glasses? No, 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 no. Oh, I just okay. also have a magnifying glass. Oh, you don't keep yours in it? <laughs> Although I've duct taped the two together. You, du- you duct taped them together? <laughs> like the wand is pointing one direction and the magnifying glass is pointing the other direction, so I can just flip it around whenever I need one or the other. Oh, oh, oh. And when Denny sees that, he's like, oh, man, that's a great idea. Why didn't I do give us some tape? Give us some tape. Oh, yeah, always. Here you go. Yeah, I, I spellotape my wand to to my magnifying glass we're gonna get them mixed up harper shakes her head and then twists the end of her magnifying glass the handle part to reveal a hidden compartment where her wand slides out ollie takes his wand which is duct taped to a gun out and says (laughs) (laughs) no i'm just just playing i'm just playing you can't find matt's wand it blends in with his skin. Uh, is it like the same color as, as your skin? All right, we got to go investigate. You're just Groot, right? You're just Groot, basically. Okay. Uh, but you're st- but you're still in an investigator, like, detective outfit. Correct, correct. I am wearing the trench coat and the hat and have a magnifying glass. Uh, Professor Pritchard kind of, like, looks at all of you, like, fiddle with your wand slash wand magnifying glass contraptions and just says, uh, okay. Well, I hope you have fun. Just, I guess, look for Professor Hagrid outside. Should be pretty close to the grounds. Yeah, we'll go outside and we'll listen until we hear the creatures. And we'll follow our ears and our noses. Because I'm sure they smell too. That they do. Feel free to grab food on your way out if you haven't had breakfast. I don't like this bacon. It's not like the bacon back home. Yeah, it's garbage. Yeah, it's like basically ham. That's just weird. I do like these little meat pies though. Like, you know, kind of breakfast to go. Huh, I did thought you were a vegetarian. Oh, wait, no, are you just the opposite of a vegetarian? Is that what it is? <laughs> You're a vegetable who only eats meat? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I got in a, a positive relationship with the mat tree. Anyone who eats my enemies is cool with me. Yeah, you talk about enemies a lot. How many enemies do you have? All he does a quick count on all his fingers. How many fingers does he have? Ten. And all ten are filled. Ten out of ten, baby. So if you get an eleventh enemy, does one of them get kicked off the list and is your friend again? Well, no. Then they're just a lesser enemy. Those ones don't get counted. Do you count those ones on your toes? Hey, wise guys. I had just about enough of your antics. I remember what you did during that first task. You gonna blow this next one for us, too? You gonna blow our impressions with these beautiful wizard people here? That wasn't me, that was Denny. Come on, I still have PTSD from that. In our defense, pretty much all of our preparation was based on solving mysteries. And there wasn't a mystery to solve. So I'm I'm hopeful that the second task will mostly be mystery-based. And the third task, also mystery-based. It's true. When you duct tape your magnifying glass to your wand, it is, does become a little harder to do this, the correct motions to cast spells. I can imagine that it would. <laughs> Prioritizing mysteries in general with this contraption. All right. So are you all headed outside? Yep. Instead of getting directions? I assume we're just <laughs> already walking halfway down the grounds at this point. Yep. 
Herper's investigating. Yeah. Again, all five (laughs) of us, our magnifying glasses to the ground, we're like basically crawling hand over fist. Mm. Yeah. Roll investigate. (laughs) All of you. Yeah. Ooh, I've never rolled before. All right. (laughs) Investigate. Is that a, what is that? A mind roll? It is a mind roll. I got an eight. I got an eight. I rolled a seven. I got a point of experience. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So anyone who rolled a seven to nine, you can ask one. Uh, Are there any traps? Is there any remaining magic here? Is there anything strange? Is this similar to something I've seen before? Or is there anything of use here? Is the grass similar to grass that I saw in Salem? Do I recognize the grass? It is actually uh, snow right now. It's it's largely (laughs) frozen over. So yes, you were very familiar with this. Are there any suspicious footprints, perhaps? You do see footprints. Um, You actually see uh, what look like footprints of about five other medium-sized footprints. They look like they're kids about the same age as you that are walking towards a small hut to your right. Oh, we see these kids? No, you don't, but you do see the direction that they are that the prints are going in. This way. Well, hold on. This could be a red herring. Wait, you saw red herring where? From my perspective, seems like the footprints are going towards that hut over there. Maybe we should go that way. I'm just saying, any good mystery, it's got red herrings. Do you really think us getting to class has got a red herring? Come on, you schmucks. So uh, you guys are following the tracks that you found then? Yes. Matt is taking half as many steps as everybody else. Yeah. So you follow the trail of footprints and it kind of circles around to the other side of the hut where you see five Slytherin students. They're in the green and black robes. And you also see a very large mountain of a man with long, unkempt hair and an even equally as unkept beard. And he is pacing back and forth in front of these students. I approach him eye to eye and say, good afternoon, teacher. Uh, yes. Um, students, um, I'm Professor Hagrid. Yes, this is my Hagrid voice. It's not going to get any better than this. Excellent. I was waiting for it and it's delivering. It's great. (laughs) (laughs) Um, today we are, um... And he kind of like turns and looks at what looks like a stable that was made up behind him, but it is empty. Today we're gonna try and hunt down a, a unicorn in the in the Forbidden Forest. That yep, that that's the lesson. I raise my hand. Yes. Um sorry, what what's your name? You're from the one of the other schools, right? Yeah, I am from America. And in America, hunt has a very specific connotation. Uh, oh, uh, my name is Denny or Kenny. Really, you can use either one. That's You're fine. You're Kenny, I'm Denny. Hold on. Wait, hold on. Denny, Kenny. I don't I'm not, don't worry about it. No, we're going to track down and find a lost unicorn and bring it back here. And in the process, you'll learn something about the unicorn. Harper puts her hand on Ollie's gun and just push, pushes it down back out of sight. <laughs> Wait, do you actually have a gun? <laughs> gun wand. Doesn't exist. No one knows about it. Doesn't exist. No one's seen it. It's okay, Ollie. I got you. No, it's, just a, it's just a gun where you pull the trigger, it, a little flag comes out that says... Bang, and then also a wand comes out. Maybe one day you'll find out, Kenny Denny. Yeah, you better watch out, Kenny. This is literally Chekhov's gun. (laughs) All right, all right. So I want to read between the lines to figure out what I already know out of character, which is that Hagrid absolutely lost this unicorn. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, it's a big number. That's a 12 with my plus two heart. Oh, yeah. You can tell that he is, like, sweating um, and the pacing. And he he's, like, terrified, actually, it seems. Uh, but it, it, you're right. It is pretty obvious that he had a lesson plan with a unicorn and that unicorn is gone now. All right, Professor Rubius Hagrid, whose name I have looked up on the website of Hogwarts that is very poorly maintained. We'll get this unicorn back for you. But what are you gonna do for us? Well, this is a class that you are taking with me, Professor Hagrid. So I'll teach you about the unicorn. Besides, Ollie, it's an investigation. You know, we love those. Is this like a baby unicorn or an adult unicorn? Like, what's the top speed of this thing? It's an adult unicorn. How'd you lose it? Well, you see this lead here. And he picks up uh, a lead that was standing on the ground. You can actually see that it has, like, threads of this long, silvery, almost like iridescent rainbow hair stuck stuck to parts of it. Um, he lifts it up and says, Yeah, my knot skill's not so great. Don't worry, I got lots of knots. I know all about knots. And then Matt Tree sniffs the rope. Okay, roll investigate. Great. I got a 10 on my investigate the rope. Okay, uh, you can ask two questions. Can I log that scent in my memory so I can find it later in the forest? Yes, yes you can. Okay, question number two. Is the rope a natural fiber or synthetic? Uh, it's a natural fiber. You actually do think that like if it was tied correctly, it would have been able to hold like a large animal. Okay, okay, well- uh, I got the scent locked in, and this is uh, a rope. Obviously, it was not tied. Great. I, I did say that my tie, my rope skills, my tying skills aren't great. I'm sorry. Hagrid, I, I have one more question. No. I have a very important no. question for you, Hagrid. Shut up, Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys, how are we going to do our important ritual no, I'm pulling outside the, I'm in pulling the snow? I'm pulling the twins out into the woods. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before, before you go, though, um, avoid the, the pond in there. Uh, I mean, I should be fine, but ooh, a pond. If you get to a pond, don't don't linger too long. Fresh irrigation, and I'll I'll be close behind. Uh, I'm gonna go get some more rope, maybe some actual leads and some harnesses to help you. As you guys are still kind of talking to Hagrid, you see the five Slytherin students just kind of like nod at him and then disappear into the forest. Why do I feel like they're going to be absolutely no help whatsoever? What is, what is that? Yeah, what's their deal? What's their deal? Can I read between the lines there? Sure. Um, go ahead and roll. I rolled a three, but I have plus three hearts, so it's still a failure. Mm, yeah, you have no idea. You 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 actually think that they're probably gonna go try and look for that that unicorn, but you're not. You don't know. I pull out my magnifying glass and look for a trail or tracks slash hair. Um, I think it's still investigate. I think we're still. You guys are the investigators. We're investigating. All right. 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Uh, yeah, you do see some uh, hoof prints in the snow that lead in the opposite direction into the forest than where the Slytherins went. Okay, I say, hey, investigators, over here. I point to the tracks. Why? What did you find? I immediately go over there with my magnifying glass, hunched over, very close to the tracks. I hold my magnifying glass a little bit tentatively and make sure that it's never in direct sunlight anytime <laughs> when we're using it outside. That's fair. Hi, everyone. It's your other, other resident Potter nerd, Allie. I hope you're all enjoying the episode. I just wanted to check in and 
Uh, first off, apologize that this episode is being uploaded a little bit later than usual. I also wanted to tribute this episode to Robbie Coltrane, who played Hagrid in the Harry Potter movies. Um, I know that my impression of Hagrid is atrocious, <laughs> and I'm sorry that you all had to had to listen to that. And with that, uh, thanks everybody for listening, and we can get back to the investigators. So you guys enter the forest. Even though it's daytime, it's it's quite dark um, because of the overcast of, of trees. And as you start to walk, you notice that the snow starts to kind of dissipate uh, into a mossy, kind of solid, frozen ground that is like solid dirt. And as that kind of transition happens, you lose the footprints right at a fork in the road. I smell. Is there a direction of smell that smells more like the unicorn? Actually, you smell that smell coming from both directions. Alrighty, folks, it's coming from both directions. So we're going to have to Kenny Denny this. What do you mean by that? I'm going to assume it's offensive. You know, we're doing the ritual. Oh, right. Wait, are you saying, are you going to send us off one of us into mortal peril again? Again? Wow, that is insulting. I was not the one who decided to run out like a crazy lunatic and draw the attention of everyone else. I don't know which one of you did that, but that one's the worst one. Yeah, I, our school did send an official letter to our dad saying we wouldn't be put in mortal peril again. Again? Wait, again? <laughs> we, do, we do go to school in America. Wait, what happened, what happened the first time? It was also paintball related, coincidentally. <laughs> I was just trying to blend in. Was it paintball guns? Okay, so what ritual? Uh, you know, with the violins. Sorry, did you say violence or violins? No, the violins. You know, the violins we all carry in addition to our magnifying glasses. Oh, how could I forget? Harper pulls out her violin. <laughs> let's do this. Come on, let's do this. Are these like foldable violins that we keep in our cloaks? They're all the world's smallest violins. <laughs> Matt has a slightly longer one that still seems to be made of the same wood that he appears to look like. Oh, sort of a self-violin. My violin's also sellotaped to my wand. <laughs> Ollie, after having messed up the violin thing several times, takes out, and this is the first time that he's doing it, just a little boom box. <laughs> that is why you'll never be the best detective. I start tuning my violin. Roll music magic? Oh, boy. Oh, critical failure. I got oh, no, zero on that roll. I got a 10. I got a five. I got a six minus one, which is a five. Same, same exact roll. Uh, so yeah, instead of actually playing music, Ollie, you start blasting a podcast. <laughs> and it's not even like a terribly interesting podcast. It's just people talking about like cauldrons. It's one of those work podcasts where people are like, yeah. you want to think about work outside of work? Here's a work podcast. Yeah, they're specifically debating like the thickness of pewter. Oh my God, it's a cauldron bottoms joke. Oh, what a deep cut. <laughs> yeah, I leave it on. I don't even bother to change it while they're all playing with violence. Matri, you are the only one that is playing well. Everyone else around you is just, it's just like needles on a chalkboard. Like everyone's uh, violin is out of tune. Like no one's hitting the same notes. To be fair, it is hard to play a violin when it's duct taped to both a wand and a magnifying glass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, and, and I, seeing that halfway through the song, attempt to duct tape my, like, oh, maybe this will help to make it better. Yeah. It doesn't. It's more convenient, it but doesn't. it is worse. It makes it worse. It makes it so much worse. Is my playing doing what the ritual is supposed to do? Why don't you roll inspire others? 
Well, I rolled a six on the die. Inspire, what is that? A It's soul. It's a soul. Ooh, um, that makes it an eight. And I have a plus one with everybody, so it's a nine for everybody. Okay. You helped a little bit, and a little bit is better than nothing. Choose one. You make another person feel strong. You make another person feel perceptive. Or you make another person feel clever. I want to make everybody feel perceptive. Okay. Everyone gets a plus one to heart. Cool. Now I have plus four heart. I think that the music like dies down, and it's just Matry playing at the end, and it's like really beautiful. And we all pause and we're just like actually not upset at each other for one messin' minute. I'm just inspired by the sounds of the forest and play my heart out. Yeah, it it works. I lean over to Denny and I say, man, we really should have gone to lessons. Yeah. Like even just the one time. <laughs> Wait, you have violins, <laughs> but you don't know how to play them? Yeah, I mean, we probably knew at one point. It's an aesthetic. <laughs> we, were, we were self-taught. Do we have any inspiration as to the left or right? Um, no. (laughs) (laughs) Is there like a path less traveled? Honestly, they look about the same. Gosh, wow. All righty, folks, what do we think? Rocks, paper, scissors? We could put breadcrumbs down one, and then if we get lost. But what if the unicorn eats the breadcrumbs? We got to look for the small differences. There's got to be something that makes these two paths different. And when you need someone to look into small things, that's when we hire the pet detective. His name is Cheddar, and Cheddar, the rat, comes out (laughs) of the trench coat and just gives a double thumbs up with the sunglasses, takes out a miniature magnifying glass. Uh... (laughs) <laughs> Roll investigate the rat. All right, Cheddar. Don't mess this up or you're going back to New York City in the bag. Oh, no, it's really good. It's really good. It's uh, it's a 11. Yeah, it seems like Cheddar <laughs> notices some footprints coming from the left side. But how does Cheddar communicate that back to us? Because Cheddar is a rat. Yeah, that's a good question. Interpretive <laughs> dance. Ratatouille. Ratatouille. I'm assuming he like stomps around a little bit, like makes it makes some like sign language hand motions. Yeah. I mean, he can do thumbs up, so like sky's the limit. Climbs on Ollie's head and pulls his hair, and then Ollie I mean, yeah. you do notice that Ollie is not moving incredibly much with the rat gone. <laughs> it's okay. I also have things living in me too. It's cool. Um, okay, so you guys are going footprints where path. the rat directed. Yeah. Yeah. Harper's keeping an eye out for unicorn hairs. Yeah, okay. Uh, Matry is scenting the air for unicorn farts. Unicorn farts. Oh. Uh, yes. <laughs> what do unicorn farts smell like? Probably cupcakes. It actually smelled delightful. Bubble gum? Yeah, so you guys go down that path, uh, and you walk for a little bit uh, until you get to like this round clearing, and in the center of that clearing are these like two mounds of dirt and sticks and moss that seem to be kind of like almost arranged in a way for it to look like two people. Wait a minute. And you're not sure, but you feel almost like you've seen these people. I'm not sure, folks, but I think I've seen these people. Yeah, they look familiar. Hmm. Kenny, Denny, is that one of your relatives? Well, I'm from Boston. Is that actually a statue of Christopher Columbus? Because we have one of those. It looks like the, the people are wearing wizard robes, like Hogwarts wizard robes. Oh. Then no, it's not Christopher Columbus. Wait, do, can we tell which house? Yes. Um, there are what look like moss in certain areas that looks blue rather than green. Okay. Blue. Which house is blue again? 
I think it's one of those bad ones. Yeah, it's one of the boring ones. Oh, you think so? The straight-laced ones? Super smart, nerdy book ones? Or is it the ones that are high all the time? I think it's the food ones. Wait a minute, which house is high all the time around here? (laughs) Well, that's not a unicorn, so let's carry on. Nah, whatever lived here must have seen that unicorn. Are there any, like, distinguishing features? Like, can we tell who these statues are of at all um one of them looks like they have a bunch of smaller twigs kind of like coming out of their arms and you think that might be an indication of like hair but you're not sure Ooh, investigate it yeah yeah i'm also gonna roll investigate <laughs> so is cheddar i got a 10 uh okay uh you can ask two questions oh, wow, i got an 11 you can also ask two questions Cheddar got an eight you can ask one question lots of questions Go ahead. Who wants to go first? What does it look like to a rat? (laughs) (laughs) Um, It looks like two people (laughs) to a rat. When you're up close, there's no like rat size details. Surprisingly, there are not small details, like intentional details, but it does look like there are small like indentations, like whatever made this used very small, like, either appendages or fingers to put all of these things in place. So it was made by some kind of small animal. Like a bow truckle? Could be. Uh, so Kenny or Denny and Harper both have two questions. Can we? Can I tell why these were left here? Like, is there any... Does this seem like a shrine to these people? Yes, it seems like a shrine to these people. If I look around, are there any other pieces of this shrine that, like, could give us more clues about what this is, the whole deal is here? Um... There might be some small footprints. They're not hoof marks, like from the unicorn. They they actually look like almost humanoid footprints in the dirt around these two. I'm going to poke one of the sculptures with my wand magnifying glass. Yeah, it goes into it a bit. It's soft dirt, like malleable dirt. Why would some animals out in the woods here have statues of some Hogwarts students that they're like worshipping? But they're tiny foot-like, human-like footprints, like house elf-sized? No. Larger? Smaller. Smaller than a house elf. I would like to identify the prince. The prince. Okay, yeah, I mean, they look small and humanoid. You don't think you've actually ever seen prints like this before or know of any creatures that have small humanoid Oh, okay, okay, so these aren't like shoes. These are like bare feet. These are bare feet. I guess my second question would be like, is this a message for us? No, it doesn't seem like it. It seems like you've stumbled upon someone shrined to Hogwarts Yeah, so I'll, I'll relay that to the rest. This isn't for us... And it's not meant for us, so we should respect it, whoever made it, and uh, leave it alone. Um, It's obviously important to someone in the woods, so we should keep our distance. You know, you say that, it's just that, usually in a mystery, seemingly pointless details end up being the most important details of all. But then also other times they end up being pointless. Yeah, you got a, you got a 50-50. He, re- he really got to feel it out. I feel like this is very philosophical and not very unicornical. Yeah, I still have a I still have one question left. Okay. Do I see any unicorn stuff around here? <laughs> uh yeah, actually in one of the the sculptures you do see some unicorn hair. Ooh, unicorn's been here, y'all. Check this out. I'm I'm eyeing it with my magnifying glass. 
Yeah, it was obvious that like whoever made this was trying to make hair out of sticks. And so instead, this time they've taken unicorn hair and kind of like chopped it up and stuck that into this person's head to make it look like actual hair. Hmm. What is the length of hair? Is it long hair, short hair? One of them has short hair. One of them has like medium sized hair. It seems like they're both shorter hair in general. Are they posed in any particular way? Are they doing something? Yes. Uh, One of them has a wand outstretched and one of them looks like they're rifling through their pockets. But it's that dorky one who's always got bacon in his pocket. (laughs) You know, on the Hogwarts team, the champion. Yeah, and you said the other one was a little hairy. (laughs) Guys, I think I know who this is. I mean, yeah, but like... I I reach in the pocket. Uh, Yeah, you pull out a leaf that is cut into the shape of bacon. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Anybody got any theories on this here mystery? I got a theory. Whoever built this thing is the villain, and we got to go find him and catch him and free this unicorn. Yeah, I I saw a sign... In the, in the great hall back in Hogwarts that said to keep on lookout for food with feet wandering around. Mm. What does that have to do with anything? Well, now we're looking for food with feet, weird, and a unicorn. I don't know. I mean, there's little feet prints here, so. Oh, so like a rogue chicken nugget made this? There's like a lot of them, too. Like a lot, a lot. Wait, do they have chicken nuggets? Because I did not see any. All right, I am motivated to solve this mystery. I think we should find out where the little people came from. I don't know. Does the trail go like beyond the shrine? Maybe we should just keep going down the trail. I look around behind the shrine. Yeah, it seems like a more narrow path, but there does seem to be a small path that is directly behind these two figures. Alrighty, I vote we go down the path. But before Matri does, Matri pulls out a leaf and puts it on the like pedestal of the creatures as an offering to the shrine. Because when you are in foreign territory, you should offer a gift to the gods. Sure. Okay. You guys start making your way past these two strange figures made out of things. And as you uh, start to walk down this path, uh, you actually start descending a little bit. As you start to walk down this hill, there are these like rolling clouds of fog that start to appear in front of you. And you also start to hear the sounds of frogs and bugs. Uh, Shortly before walking into another clearing that is a frozen pond. This must have been the pond that uh, Hagrid was talking about. I would like to stick a foot in the pond. It's frozen, right? Yeah, it is frozen. Do I see any swords in it? (laughs) No, there are no swords in the pond. All right, do your thing. (laughs) You're not Gryffindors. Yeah. (laughs) So you're going to try stepping onto the... Just one foot on the ice, yeah. Okay. Um, Why don't you roll tough it out? Yep. Um, That's an eight. Okay. On a seven to nine, the hit takes you off guard and you're going to choose a condition. So you walk out onto the pond and it's not quite as frozen as you think it would be. And your leg just kind of goes straight through into the ice cold water, but you're able to kind of like fall back and not fall in fully. What does the water taste like? Wait, but your leg, your leg got it. (laughs) How are you tasting it? I'm a tree. (laughs) You don't know how trees taste. (laughs) Mm, I guess, you know, you know, you're right. But yeah, you're knocked out of position putting you in, in more danger instead of taking condition. I don't know, folks. I don't think this is the way. This doesn't seem strong enough for a unicorn. Wait, hold on. What if it just walked around the pond? That's true. Well, then it's smarter than me. Um, <laughs> Someone roll notice something. I don't care who. Somebody. Everybody. Ten for the rat. Just for the rat. Nine. Eight. <laughs> Only cheddar? Only cheddar. This is a full-on ratatouille, you guys. 
That is what's happening. <laughs> yeah, so you will hear like kind of like the rustling of trees, but that isn't anything different from what you've been hearing walking through the woods. But Chetta, you notice a large person-sized bug dropping from one of the trees behind all of you. Person-sized bug. It has eight legs oh, no. and eight eyes, and it does not seem friendly. Chetta's going to do what Chetta would have to do in this situation, which is dive valiantly into battle, screaming a rat war cry of New York City. Uh, I, I should also note that Chetta is is probably the, I wrote down here, the biggest rat you've ever seen. Probably the biggest rat you've ever seen. He's very large. And he's also very angry. Like, very quickly. (laughs) Uh, This spider, because it's a spider, is easily, like, four times the size of Cheddar. Oh, no. Yeah, well, size don't mean much in the swamps of Dagobah. (laughs) (laughs) Wait! (laughs) Um, Okay, Uh, why don't, why doesn't Cheddar roll a uh, struggle? So I rolled and I got a nine on that roll. Um, okay, choose one. Shrug off the damage, take something from them, surprise them, or frighten them. Uh, I think that the the spider is actually surprised by Cheddar in this situation because it did not expect for itself to be challenged in this way. Throws it off. Of its balance, maybe it's on fewer legs now. It doesn't have a leg to stand on. Yeah, it actually rolls on its back. Um, and is it's doing that like turtle thing where its arms are flailing and it can't get up. But as soon as you as Chetta like frightens or surprises this this spider, you actually see three more also drop from the trees above. Okay, okay. Can we make peace with them though? Can we can we Spiders of the trees, we come in peace. We are looking for a lost friend. Um, one of them just lunges at you. All right, everyone, roll initiative. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> Can I use my my power of uh, I read about that to know their weakness? Um, yeah. So you know that these are acromantulas, and they do not like fire. Um, I'm gonna cast a fire spell. Let's see. Do a Leo. Do a Leo. (laughs) Incendio. Yeah, definitely Incendio. Okay. Uh, Go ahead and roll magic. 13. You light one of these spiders on fire and it runs. Now it's even scarier and now it's a flaming spider. Matt has took off running. As you start to like run in the opposite direction in front of you, four more acromantulas fall from the trees in front of you. Um, actually, all of them are going to lunge at you. I'm gonna run the other direction as fast <laughs> as a tree can run. Okay, roll quick and quiet. Oh god, that's a body roll. Um, well, that's a seven. Okay, um, do you move quickly or quietly? I definitely move quickly and not at all quietly. Yeah, you're screaming, actually, as you run around the pond, kind of, like, towards your friends again. And as you're screaming, more and more of these spiders are just kind of, like, falling from the trees, and they're chasing after you. Great. Anybody else got spell ideas? Doing things? I I look at all my friends, and I say, well... I think we're going to die. Yeah, it sounds like it. This is how it ends. I don't want to be with you. (laughs) Oh, wow. Who would you rather be with? 
as you guys are arguing, several of the spiders are now like crawling on top of you. And as one goes to just dig its fangs into Kenny, uh, you hear a strange plopping sound. And it's not like, it's not the same as the spiders falling from the trees. It's actually, it seems like it's almost raining, but it's, but it's not. You know it's not. And as soon as you hear one, you hear another and another and another until you look over at the spiders and they are now covered in food. Oh. In, in different kinds oh, of no. food. There's uh, apples. There's strangely fish sticks, and there's uh, a chocolate bar. There's uh, different. There's bacon. There's eggs. There's just like any kind of food that you can imagine are falling onto these spiders, and all of these things of food have one thing in common: they got legs. Yeah. Mm. I, the spiders already had plenty of legs. This is too many legs. And they all seem to be uh, fighting off the spiders all kind of like stomping their tiny little humanoid feet into them over and over again uh, until the spiders that are there kind of get overwhelmed and start to run away. Oh, the spiders just run away. Saved by Caleb and Leo. (laughs) (laughs) And now you are left with this kind of mob of of food uh, sitting in front of you. Some of the food actually looks kind of decayed. Some of it looks pristine. You can kind of tell what some of it is, and then others you have absolutely no idea. But one food item with legs steps up to you, and it is a chocolate bar with one bite taken out of it, and it has a candy wrapper kind of like draped around the sides of it, almost like a cape, and it seems like their leader. Hello, chocolate bar of the woods. I am Matt Tree of the forest. Not this forest, but a forest. (laughs) Thank you. For saving us? Me? No help to anybody else? What? Um, it bows to you. Bows to you all. I bow back. I, I bow as well. We all bow to the Chocolate King. I mean, yeah. I guess Ollie's gonna bow, and so is Cheddar. They're both gonna bow, independent of each other. <laughs> <laughs> and as you're kind of, like, looking out at this sea of strange food with legs, feet, you hear a familiar voice. Hey, students, didn't didn't I tell you not to come here? And you look over and see Hagrid with a unicorn. Oh, you got him. Cool. Yeah, he was he was right next to the hut. I came looking for you guys because I assumed <laughs> went to the one place I told you not to go. So you didn't really need us at all then? I mean, we still have a class. Does the class involve spiders? N- no. Did, did, did you see them? Oh, yeah. Uh, one tried to eat me. My arm got pretty far in his mouth, actually. Yeah, that's true. I saw that and my life flashed before my eyes. Let's not talk about this to any of the professors, okay? Uh, I'll give you full marks. Well, hold on a second now. If I don't tell anybody about how far up my arm the spider was, do I get something? Yeah, what do we get from you? I'm still confused. (laughs) There's definitely some way we can extort this professor. Let's keep it up. (laughs) Also, what are you doing with all the food here? You know that there's food up at the castle. You know what? I know how yous can pay me. You're a professor. You know stuff. You know about magical beasts. Is that food? Is it considered a magical beast? Yeah, does it have rights? Hold on. I do want to know the answer to this question, one. But two, I don't see how that makes me monetarily whole. Knowledge is power. Um, (laughs) He he just kind of like thinks about it for a second and says, I mean, I guess. I guess they have to be, don't they? Um, Harper kneels down at the 
the chocolate bar and says, I would like to repay what you've done. I can make you whole again if you'd like. The chocolate bar sheds a single chocolate tear <laughs> and nods. Okay. Um, it's my signature spell, Reparo. Perfect. Okay, so let's see. 12. Yeah, so magically the chocolate bar, the bite is now uh, back to its former glory um, and the chocolate bar is Excellent. I, I like give it a little salute. I look over at Kenny Denny and I say, so when I thought I was going to, when I thought we were all going to die, I didn't get a chance to tell you. What, what is it? It's just. Uh, Harper pulls out her violin and starts singing like a sad tune to oh, go wait. to your. No, no, this is a detective <laughs> show. We have to unveil the mystery. Kevin's left us enough clues that we're going to be able to figure out what's really happening with Kenny and Denny. Everyone put your minds together. Is this about how we were switched at birth and even our parents don't know who's Kenny and who's Denny? No, he's not even your twin, kid. That's a doppelganger. (laughs) Kenny, Denny, is it true? Uh, no, it was it was your first your first guess. I do know what our names are. Oh. I knew the whole time. Oh, 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 okay. And I didn't want to tell you because you just were so excited about it all the time. I'm I'm pretty sure I'm. Well, has either of you woken up in your driveway at 3 a.m. questioning all your life choices? Well, yeah, but I don't know what that has to do with. Then this. you're Denny. 